as you have the nature of joy, you hold to be rejoicing. But you see, it's not enough to have the nature, you must put your nature to work. Now, because God already promised that He's going to give it us in His world, till the end of days, we have no cause to be sad. We have every cause to be The number one thing you must treasure is God's voice. God must be able to speak to you at all times. A believer must be in alignment with God. A believer must be able to decode God's voice. Now, God doesn't just give the word sometimes. He gives instructions. Those instructions are like strategy. Don't just receive the promise in your heart. Also receive the process. Alright, so I've come today to talk to you about the prayer and fasting we are embarking upon. And this is important because it's God's directive. And then, you know, at the beginning of the year, we started with three days, every first three days of the month. And so we fast till six o'clock. So when it got to a, a point, we had to stop. And the reason why we had to stop is because God is calling us into a deeper stuff. And because God is calling us into a deeper stuff, you know, if the deeper you go with God, the higher you go in life. And that is the way it is. And so when God is calling us to a deeper stuff, we know that he wants the wonders, the miracles, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in and through our life to be something that will be much more, you know, greater than what we have been experiencing before. And so that is why I have to talk to you. Um, because it is necessary we engage um, in these fasts. Um, this fasting is for seven days. Minimum. Seven days minimum. Because God has spoken to us. He spoke to me while we were having retreat in Lagos. At Lagos Church. That there are some of you who will not only do seven days. You will go ahead and do 14 days. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You believe that? Can you say amen? Amen. You believe you can? Can you say amen? Amen. Glory to God. You can see I have witnesses live here in my audience. And then there is witness there where you are listening to me. And I believe as you listen to me, God is going to actually touch your heart. Whether you are at home, you are abroad, you are, wherever you are, um, you must be part of this as a member of Communion Christian Center. Even though um, we have not done that of three days in the last two months, so this has come. As an instruction that we should do. And you know, this is a special fast because it's our anniversary month. The campus ministry will be nine years this month. Um, October 12, 2012. That was the day that I was ordained as a pastor officially. And the church, campus church was consecrated and inaugurated. And so, at the same time, we are having plans uh, because in this same October, our city ministry is going to be two years. Two years. October 20. So, this is our anniversary month and it's a very special month. So, God is calling us not to a ceremonial celebration, but to a spiritual work and a spiritual intimacy with him. So to us, it's quite important, very important, that we separate ourselves in a fast to seek his face. That we separate ourselves in a fast to worship and to be intimate with him. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so, 
Uh, that is why I want to share with you. So we are doing seven days and it's from 12 a.m. in the night to 6 p.m. in the evening. Now, there are centers where they will be having physical prayers, physical gathering till after 6. So you can break by 8 o'clock, you can break by 7.30, you can break by 7 o'clock after your prayer ends in that center. So there is a center in Ibadan. All right? Or in, inside UI. You said the, at the chapel. Chapel. UI chapel. Uh-huh. So those who are there, they will understand. And so they will be meeting from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's 90 minutes every day we are going to be gathering to pray. 5.30 to 7 p.m. And then in Ife, all the churches in Ife will come together in First Choice Plaza. And they will be meeting to pray from 4.30 to 6 p.m. From 4.30 to 6 p.m. They will say, fix their time so they want to break per time. They want to break at exactly 6 but I, I pray God will move them that some of the prayer days will not end until 6.37 or 7.30, 8 o'clock. Amen. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Uh, yeah. So because people say amen here, make sure you say amen. Let's say amen again if you believe that. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So it is necessary. I want you to know that if you can fast at 6, you can fast at 9 p.m. Because it gets to a point, the hunger disappears. And that is the truth. Now, let me sound this warning loud and clear. Nobody should engage or indulge himself or herself by eating uh, in their privacy and coming out to act like they are fasting. If you do that, your days are numbers in communion. Your days are already numbered in communion. It is better to be eating and announce to us that you people are fasting, I am eating. That for you to be eating in your privacy or because you are at home, you are eating and you are, especially if you are a steward and you are a leader or you are a minister, and God forbid any minister doing that. Alright? So, you must know that this fasting is a mandatory one. It's a special call from heaven. It's a special call from heaven. And based on that, we are going to be very strict with it. That physical gathering begins on Monday evening. So in Lagos, we are going to be physically gathering every evening and every morning. Before it was evening, uh, from 6 to 7.30 p.m. From 6 to 7.30 p.m. So now we are going to be gathering in the morning from 6.30 to 8 a.m. 6.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. So what God told us while we're having retreat here is that we should make it two. So now listen to me, everybody. If you are listening in Ibadan, you are listening in Ife. You don't, you are jobless compared to the way people are busy in Lagos. Not that you are completely jobless. What I'm saying is that you cannot be as busy as the way people in Lagos will be busy. So if it's 4.30 to 6, you must make sure you are there. Every day of the fast. Then, if Lagos is now doing twice, which means people of Lagos listen, if you cannot make the morning session, you must be able to make the evening session. 
Already I'm yet to clarify it. I have to pray about it very well because the one of 6.30 to 8 o'clock might continue. So, but then I want you to take note that 6.30 a.m. to 8 o'clock in the morning and then 6 o'clock in the evening to 7.30 in the evening. 90 minutes. So that's very important that we are part of it. So that's the three centers that we'll be holding. The rest will be joining online. Now let me tell you this. If you're a leader and you're a music minister and you're a minister in communion, you cannot join the prayer on Mixelab. You can only join the prayer on Google Meet. I want to be seeing your face, hearing your voice. I want to be hearing you praying 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And that is for one hour. And then we are doing another 12 o'clock in the night. And that is another one hour. All this prayer, the one in Lagos, I will coordinate it. I give them templates for other centers. They will coordinate their own. And then the one in the night and the day, I will coordinate it. So if I am coordinating it and I'm not complaining, you that you are supposed to be at the receiving hands to pray together with me should not complain or sleep off. If the icon on Google Meet is not moving, even though you unmute your mic, I will remove you. That is my principle for using Google Meet. If you don't unmute your mic while others are praying, you are hearing their voice and we can't hear your own, we'll remove you. Which means you did not come. And if you unmute your mic, probably you lie down on your couch and you have slept off because I've seen it happen to people, we will also remove you. How to confirm you are there is to remove you, then if you can see that you respond by requesting again, it means you are there. Then you must learn your lesson and make sure that your mouths are moving. So these are the basic guidelines for this. And let me just show you things that God wants to do. Number one is liberation. With this fasting, I believe that souls need to be liberated. Not only us in this church, the church as a, as a whole needs to be liberated. Bible says we behold with unveiled face and we are transformed. So there is liberation before transformation. Because he says in the second Corinthians chapter, chapter 3, verse 17 there, he said, wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. And then this next verse, he talks about transformation. He said, but we all with unveiled face. So he said, we all. So if he said we all, he's talking about people we plug in with prayer and fasting. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. If you are still happy, can you say amen? Amen. If you are joyful, can you say glory? Glory! So, but we all with unveiled face. So one face, we want to see through the lens of Christ. Unveiled face, not faces. Beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just by the Spirit of the Lord. So number one is liberation. Number two is transformation. Number three is restoration. I believe there are things that we have missed as opportunities that God should restore back. He said he will restore the years that canker worms, caterpillar, you know, and all those worms have eaten. So there are worms that can eat years. And if they eat years, they have eaten time. So you can feel like you are, you are experiencing a delay. Or something as you have been denied of something. Or probably you should have married like five years ago. Or you should have married ten years ago. 
or your children should be in primary school or secondary school now. And yet you are yet to find a future partner and it looks like time is against you and you have lost time. God can restore those things back, you know, to you. How many of you believe that? God can restore. So I believe strongly that, number one, there will be liberation in this prayer and fasting time. Can you say amen? Amen. There will be transformation in the name of Jesus Christ. And the third one is, there will be restoration. Can you say amen to that? Restoration. So for us, now, this is, God is going to be working in two dimensions. Number one, he's going to be working on every one of us individually. And he's also going to be working on us collectively. So God is going to be doing restoration individually. And God is going to work in something else collectively. There are things that this ministry should have been doing. There are places we should have been. There are certain depths we should have actually touched that God wants to steer us and bring about revival. So the next one is rejuvenation. Rejuvenation is when something looks like it's dying out, God will pump life into it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Businesses that are failing will come alive. Careers that are down the drain will what? Come alive. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when academics that looks like it's, I mean, somebody might be thinking, maybe by next semester I'm going to be rusticated, or my GP is so intestinally very small that cannot even be watched by, cannot be seen by microscope or telescope or something so tiny that God can revive and bring about restoration and it can bring also about rejuvenation. So I believe that there are lives that will be rejuvenated, businesses and careers that will be rejuvenated. If you believe that, can you say amen? Amen. And the fifth one is fortification. Fortification. So God wants to fortify us in the spirit. Now let's not take that as the fifth one. Let's take consecration as the fifth one. Consecration takes place before fortification. I said number one is what? What do I call number one? Liberation. Number two? Transformation. Number three? Restoration. Number four? Rejuvenation. Number five? Consecration. So there are some of you have been doing the dukudus, have been doing bad, 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 bad things, thinking bad, 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 bad thoughts, and acting bad, 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 bad ways, in bad, bad, bad ways, and then you have been saying bad, bad, bad things, and you know, you've, you know that you have deviated, you have gone astray. And so God wants to actually set you apart. God wants to clean you up. You know, in Lagos today, we have to pray long that God should have mercy on us. Alright? So we have used our impurities, or we have used the things, the spiritual laxity, and that indiscipline to bring about, you know, um, um, you know, the quenching of the spirit, a, a, a community spirit, the community spirit that we have. Communion, community spirit. So, individually we contribute to it. So now what you have been contributing probably with impurities and waywardness, immoralities, bad, bad statements, bad talk, wrong association, you know, the spirit of homosexuality, all kinds of things happening, you know, probably with you. And then you see people who are frustrated, people who are befraudulent, people who are given to gossip, given to strife, all kinds of immorality. And all kinds of sin, fornication and all that. 
So adultery, you have to reconnect back to God in this prayer and fasting. So that consecration, you can put repentance in brackets, parentheses in front of it. And so what it means is this. So you have the opportunity, said, if my people are called by my name, we humble themselves and pray. Then I will forgive them their sins. They will turn from their wicked ways. I will heal their land. So God wants us to be highly consecrated unto him. Dedicated to him. Live a pure life. Life of purity and life of righteousness. So consecration is the fifth one. The sixth one is fortification. And having been saved and born again, or having been rededicated to God, having been forgiven, there is need for us to be fortified. There is need for us to be strengthened. Bible says those who wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. The renewal of strength is fortification. Somebody say I'm fortified. I'm fortified. Now from the beginning say I'm liberated. I'm liberated. Say I'm transformed. I'm transformed. Say I receive restoration. I receive restoration. Say I am restored. I say I'm rejuvenated. Say, everything around me that is good, that is the blessing of God, is rejuvenated. And then number five, say, I am consecrated unto God. And I am fortified. Say, I am fortified. Yeah. So the number seven is vision. Somebody say vision. So it says, your young men will see visions, your uh, old men will dream dream. So I want you to know, that this number seven is vision. God will show you things about your business. You can have a vision to start a business. You still need some other visions to maintain it. And sustain it. Or go to a higher level. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you need many more visions. And I pray God we open our eyes. That is what Paul was trying to pray for them. And he actually did. He said that they may be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of their understanding may be what? Enlightened. So you need to just see. We need to hear. Somebody said, you know, we got close to Kenetagin of Blended Memory. They were in a long prayer and fasting. And then the only thing he was asking for is the eyes that sees and the ears that hear. In 2 Corinthians, I think 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, if we read from verse 9, he says, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it come into the heart of a man what God has in stock for, for, uh, for, for him, you know, uh, for those who love him, or what God has prepared. He said, But God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. So God reveals things by showing us, because the eyes have to see. The ears have to hear. And the mind has to perceive it. Somebody lift up your right hand and say, I receive it. Because my eyes can see it. Because my ear can hear it. And because my heart can perceive it. Say it again. Say, I receive the vision, the blessings, restoration, and everything we have mentioned. All the good things that God prepared for me. Say, my eyes can see it. My ear can hear it, and my heart can perceive it in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, can you say amen? Amen. Now, for us in the ministry, it's going to be a new beginning. And the last one, which is eight, that's why it's eight eight things that God wants to really do. is revival that brings about solutions. Revival that brings about solutions. Revival of solutions. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? So it happened in career, it happened in business, it happened in academics. As a student, you bring solutions to your friends, to your classmates, all right, to your neighbors. As a career man and woman, you bring solutions to your, you know, uh, your career people, your friends in the workplace, your colleagues, your offline, your, your bosses, your subordinates, and then your peers. The same thing for businessmen and women. Solution. Somebody say solution. solution. Now lift up your two hands and say, I'm a solution provider. A solution provider. Say, I am not problematic. I'm not say, I'm a problem solver. In the name of Jesus. Say, I solve problem of Nigeria. I solve problem of my family. I solve problem for my church. I solve problem for my friends, for my community. Say, I solve problem everywhere. Say, I'm a solution provider. In the name of Jesus. You believe that? Can you say amen? amen? Now, I have scriptures for all these things. So every day... We are going to be focusing on one at least. And I was about saying something the other time. I said there are some of you who you will not you fast beyond seven days. Actually, what you should have in mind is 21 days. But the minimum you are permitted or that is compulsory for you is seven days. I hope that is clear. So there are some of you, the Holy Spirit will just push you to do more. Because the way he's dealing with you. What he wants to bring out of your life, all right, seven days prayer and fasting is not enough. That dealing needs to be deeper. Are you getting what I'm saying? The divine dealing that God wants to, you know, you know carry out with you, um, that we brings about breakthrough, breaking forth, expansion, sporadic growth, increase, fruitfulness, multiplication. Those things need to go beyond Seven days. And if I'm talking like this, you should know that my own plan. I've been fasting for your information. So you should know that if anybody will go as far as 21 days, and that's not where I'm going to stop. Alright? I'm going to stop when I have a, a, what I call a cumulative note of victory in my spirit. Not just a note of victory. I must see signs outside. That things have changed. The economic weather must change. Are you getting what I'm saying? The spiritual atmosphere must change. I must see it that somebody is getting up off the wheelchair before we stop. Are you getting what I'm saying? I know what I'm talking about. I know where God is trying to push us into. And that is why the devil is not taking it easy with us. He's attacking everything. He's attacking everything. Your dog, if you have a dog, can start misbacking. Are you getting what I'm saying? You're backing anyhow. It's attacking. The devil is, is attacking anything that is attacking anything. And that's why we must go on the offensive. Praise God. We must deal with him. And he will be dealt with. We started dealing with him in Lagos. And every center must deal with him. Every center must open up for growth. Every center must break through. Every man, every man and woman in every center, every student must break forth. The atmosphere must be thick enough for sinner to come in and be born again. Praise the Lord. There must be signs and wonders following us as believers. Praise the Lord. So this is the very key. And we must take note of it. 
And so quickly, let me talk to you about fasting. And I love it whenever we are fasting like this. Don't forget, I said it's a season of harvest. It's a season where we have to key into the things that God has laid hold upon on behalf of all of us. Glory to Jesus. I'd like you to speak in tongues for a moment. Can you just pray in the Holy Ghost? I know probably you are not used to that. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory to Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Pray, pray, pray loud and clear. Pray out loud and clear. Glory to Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. So let's quickly look at, there are some um, messages that will be recommended, especially if you can get how to pray and fast fervently and effectively. Part one, part two, and I think there is part three. I have preached it in time past, but I want to recommend it. Now, I read a book. Let me start with, the, with that book. For some of you, you are afraid, probably because you have ulcers. There are testimonies in the book of people who have health issues. And they were using fasting to actually address the health issues. Fasting in the, in the early days was actually recommended by the old Greek philosophers, the Puritans, and the Plato's of those days for medication. Fasting. They believe that, you know, all the toxins, everything, that all the metabolic, whatever in your body, you know, can actually be done away with if you can take some days um, out to fast. That fasting regulates your body system, allows your kidney, especially when you now take water. You know, it's maybe they call it detoxification or something, that there is a way you can, you know, um, free your system of all kinds of things, toxins, and um, all other things that have, one way or the other, been affecting you uh, because of the what has been your eating habit or whatever. So, fasting in a way regulates your system. All right? Makes your system much more effective, medically speaking now. All right? Fasting in a way, you know, makes your system... You know, there's a way that you just know that... You, you know, when you fast to a point, it looks like you are very light. You know, all the heaviness is done away with. It makes you spiritually sensitive. And so I'm going to be telling you some things that are very important. Alright? You know that the kind of fasting we want to do because it's seven days. You can take water at any time. I can prove it to you in the scripture. That Jesus took water. Bible says after he has fasted for 40 days, he was hungry. The Bible did not say it was testing. Primarily, fasting is abstinence from food, not from water. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's abstinence from food. Now, but then we have people who argue that what about people of Nineveh, the Ninevites, who fasted in the book of Joel chapter 3, and then they stayed away from food and stayed away from water. 
And now don't forget, those, that fasting, I think it was for three days. Praise the Lord. They fasted for three days and stayed away from water and stayed away from food. So you need water for, your, for you to continue living. Praise God. Water is essential. In fact, 70% of your body composition or so is water. Are you getting what I'm saying? If the water is taken away, you know, that's the end. So it's more or less like the life. So water in itself is pure. In fact, I read in that book about the composition of water, and I've never seen it like that before in my life. Very highly educative book. And it was written in 1946. I'm reading some old books now, of some old gospel veterans. Alright? By Franklin Hall. You can go and look for it. Atomic bomb. Fasting, the power of an atomic bomb. They first, you know, in that book he explained that you need to first imagine what an ordinary atom can do. You need to imagine what an ordinary bomb can do before you now say the nuclear or an atomic bomb. And so they look at, you know, what happened, you know, those um, um, Hiroshima, Nagasaki um, matters in those days, the war. I know, I know you know, his mother, that you know, you know. And then his Boko Haram and uh, Niger Delta Militia that you know. You know, the, 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 when you're talking about world, you know, world matter. The Japanese war. The issues of those days. So it was using the effect of the atomic bomb that was used to silence them forever. Forever. And it was using the diameter. It was using the, you know, the measurement, the diameter, the reach. The, 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 the impacts of the atomic bomb. So he was now using it that your prayer is the ordinary bomb. But your prayer with fasting is atomic bomb. That there is nothing that was ever done on earth. I'm on the, I, was just used, I was reading it for my own, but I realized that I can't keep it to myself. There was nothing major that was ever done on the earth without fasting. Not just with ordinary prayer. With fasting. The issue of revival was with fasting and prayer. If a man wants to change anything on the earth, how to get into the presence, the manifest presence of God, and really manifest or experience the change, the dynamic change on the earth, is through prayer and fasting. Are you getting what I'm saying? Jesus Christ fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and he was just taking only water. Bible says he returned in the power of the Spirit. If you look at it in Matthew chapter 3, in Luke chapter 3, he was only filled with the Holy Spirit. And Bible says when Jesus was going, he said you shall wait and wait for the endowment of the Holy Ghost. So he says that you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So Holy Spirit is the custodian of power. But you don't benefit the, the, the power that is in the custody of the Holy Ghost. Even though you have the Holy Ghost... Until you are fasted. Do you get what I'm saying? You don't benefit the power. You don't benefit from the power. You know you can have power and it's not being used. You can have power and not benefit from it. Just like you can have food. You may not even know you have food. But it takes somebody who can cook the raw food. And process it into something that is, can be eaten. Uh-huh. So the cooking of the food to turn it from raw. 
into a finished state is the fasting. So fasting keeps you in a process. Fasting humbles your soul. It starves your flesh. And when fasting is starving your flesh, it starves the loss to death. When fasting wants to bring about rejuvenation of certain things or bring some things to life, it will have to kill certain things. And some of the things the fasting will kill is lost. Can you say amen to that? Yeah. And some of you, your loss is going to die during this prayer of prayer fasting. Lost of the eyes. That's what it says in Second John chapter 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 two verse fifteen. First John two fifteen rather. Let's look at First John two fifteen, and that is what is happening to a lot of us now. Do not love the world, or the things in the world, including money. And that's what people are pursuing now. People that are loving money, loving, they said they, they will love us of themselves, they will love us, you know, and all that. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So that means if you are loving money, the love of God is not in you. If you love building a house, more than there should be a structure for us to accommodate more people who are getting saved, the things of the kingdom, that means the love of the Father is not in you. If you love ceremony, and because of ceremony you cannot fast, the love of the Father, can you see what he says? So, verse 15. Verse 15. So he said, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. It's not in him. The next verse. And he says, for all that is in the world. Because one of the things fasting will do to you, is to turn your back to the world. Fasting will turn your back to the world. The things that are so pleasurable to you, you have to deny yourself of them. Some of you, you watch TV like anything. You have to seek the face of God because you can't see his face on TV. Some of you, you watch Netflix. Netflix. All over Netflix. There are demons on Netflix now. I want you to know. That's the truth. There's nothing stopping you from having a leo time. But when we set aside a time like this to seek the face of God, you have to do away with Netflix. That's already spoiling, it's already spoiling some game for some of you because it's Netflix some of you are planning to already wants to use to while away time. So by the time you are watching episode one, episode two, episode three, it's now six o'clock at last. Praise the Lord. God has already spoiled your game because he wants to move you forward. There are certain things that need to die. There are certain things that need to die. So some of you, what you play is Ludo. Some of you, what you play, you don't even play something that is very intelligent. You'll be playing rubbish. Some of you, see, you must move away from game. You must move away from game, from things that you derive pleasure in it. Some of you, your own is newspaper. Always carry newspaper up and down, as if newspaper is the, is the manual for living. For some of you, it's not newspaper. Some of you, what you derive player in, thank God a big brother Nigeria has gone. Maybe there's big sister Nigeria in town. I don't know which program is on TV now. You have to do away with it. So some of you, you're only social media. Once you're on social media like this, you have your best companion. Your best companion is social media. You are never down once social media is working. Last time when there was a, a complete um, 
breakdown or shutdown of social media, not all the social media, because, you know, some of you migrated to other, other platforms. I did not even know. I did not know. I did not, you know, it was, I was surprised when I now saw the news the following day. I was surprised. I said, I said no, I, no, I was wondering that this WhatsApp is behaving somehow. I just left it. Because I even thought it's my own phone. And because that cannot control me, I just left it. Do you get what I'm saying? There is nothing that God has blessed you with that must control you. I can't be coming to church and my car break down and I will not stay with the car and be repairing the car. I would rather abandon the car and get to the assignment. And it's not because I'm a pastor. If I'm a member, the same thing I will do. Are you getting what I'm saying? So those things must not be your excuse for not really seeking God. God bless you with television. If God can arrange thief, that will come and steal it. If that is going to be your excuse for seeking God. God bless you with phone. Don't let thief come and steal your phone. There is somebody who is seated here who is listening to me. They stole his phone within two weeks, twice. And he kept on buying phone. And the person who was selling the phone too is seated here listening to me. In the old of they'll just pick the phone. They broke my glass. They saw me with iPhone and this other the iPhone I borrowed. The other um, Samsung phone I was using. They saw it and said, Filler! They broke the glass of the car. I was wounded. I was looking at them. Filler. Filler, Nibo. What's filler? They, they should thank God because I was not the one driving. I will have wasted one of them. To the glory of God. Now, don't you think if I have a gun, I'll never defend myself because Jesus already died for the world. And you stay there. You will die and go and meet Jesus. Praise God. <laughs> oh, that's not, that's not spiritual. That's how can you, you want to kill human beings? You know what I'm Okay. All right. You'll go and meet Jesus in Ori. And when you meet Jesus, Jesus will be asking you, why did you come? And then you'll be explaining to them, man, hey, those people, they keep me in. You'll be sounding like Diddy in heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Yes, sir. I want you to say to your neighbor, say, I'm going to fast. I'm going to, fast. I'm going to seek the face of the Lord. Say it louder, say it louder, say it louder. Say, I'm going to fast. I'm going to seek the face of God. And nothing is going to stop me. Say, Netflix is not going to stop me. Say, Ludo is not going to stop me. Say, film is not going to stop me. Say, social media is not going to stop me. Say, my phone will not stop me. Say, money will not stop me. Say, my work will not stop me. I will fast unto the Lord. And I will see the Lord. And I will encounter him. And I will experience miracles. In the name of Jesus. If you believe that, can you say amen? How many of you believe you are going to receive that? Come on, rejoice. Glory to God. Woo! Come on, rejoice. Glory to God. Praise God. So look at it. It says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh. You see that during this period of fasting, you must be having erection like you used to have. The lust of the flesh. The lust is so full that... If you check 
an advert. Advert of soap. You have an election. Because they put some yellow girls there who are smiling. Hee, 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 and you're having an election. Only. Praise God. God must heal you during this period of fasting. Any little thing, you are playing pornography in your heart. The pornography on your phone will die. A natural death. In the mighty name of Jesus. All the button you have been trying to press, fraudulent act, God will heal you and deliver you from it. In the name of Jesus. You see, after this fasting, a new you must emerge. He said, the lust of the what? Of the flesh. This, is, this must die. The loss of the eyes and the pride of life. The loss of the eyes is what brings about covetousness. Everything your eyes sees, you want to take. Everything. Some people have enough. They still want to take from those who don't have enough. Because their eyes have seen it. That's not, Bible, that's not what Bible says your eyes should be seeing. Your eyes should be seeing the plan and the purposes and the provisions of God for your life. Somebody say, my eye sees what he's supposed to see in the name of Jesus. Now, some of you are not saying, my eyes see what he's supposed to see in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Whatever evil your eyes have been seeing, all kinds of covetousness is evacuated from your eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say, I see right. Say, as from today, my eyes of faith is enlightened in the name of Jesus. So he said, and the pride of life, arrogant, he has not gotten to anywhere. He's already breathing like a Gelede, praise God. Hmm? He has not seen, what has he achieved? He has two certificates. Then nobody can hear what again in their village. So, pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the what? Is of the world. Look at what he says about them, all of them. And you can trace all, the, all these things happened to Eve. All these things, Jesus was tempted. Lost of the flesh, lost of the, lost of the eyes, and pride of life. You know, Jesus Christ was taken to the pinnacle. He says, see, I'll give you all this thing, pride of life. Lost of the eyes. Lost of the flesh. He was hungry. He said, turn the stone to bread. Some of you, they will not come to you and say, turn the stone to bread. I have told you there is no drink this week. There is no drink this, during this period of fast. You are not taking soya milk. You are not taking um, yogurt. You are not taking um, juice. You are not taking Coca-Cola. He said, that's a great deliverance. Because some of you, every day you take Coke. You are not taking Coca-Cola. You are not taking any soft drink. You are not taking soft drinks. And you are not taking alcoholic drinks. Because some of you might migrate. You are not taking alcoholic drinks. In Jesus' name, you are not. You are not taking alcoholic drinks. It's after all, it's spirits. No. It's not spirits. You are not taking alcoholic drinks. Spirit to spirits. It's not spirit to spirits. <laughs> so it's not of the Father. Verse 17, please. He said, and the word is passing away, and the loss of it. But he who does the will of God abide forever. You know, sex is not only, primarital, extramarital sex is not always the problem. Lust is the problem. Sex is, a, is an act. What commanded the act is lost. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's lost. Stealing is an act. What commanded the act is lost. Lost of the eyes. 
Loss of the eyes. If you can't see that the money is there, you won't pick it. Loss of the eyes. So all these things are very important. So why should we fast and pray? Why? Why? We are preparing as a family for ministry ahead. You also have ministry in your workplace, in your career, in your business. You want to fulfill purpose. Fulfillment of purpose and for preparation for ministry. We saw that in the life of Jesus. Number two, to seek God's wisdom and for impartation. To seek God's wisdom and for impartation. Acts chapter 14 verse 23. Acts chapter 14 verse 23. In Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 and 12, they deny themselves of the things of the flesh. So when, when they had appointed elders in every church and prayed with fasting. So can you see that elders are not just appointed? Can you see that elders are not just appointed? Prayed with fasting. They commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. So to seek God's wisdom and for impartation, so they pray with fasting. In Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 and 12 too, they deny themselves, you remember, he said, I, I will not, he proposed in his heart that I will not defile himself. Number, number three, to repent. I told you about that. To repent. Joel 2, 12 to 13. You can note it. Jonah 3, 5 to 10. And when they repented, God relented. When they repented of their sin, God relented. Glory to God. So number three is to repent. So they prayed, they fasted, they abused, they fasted, they repented. Number four, for deliverance and safety. For deliverance and safety. Second Chronicles 2, 23 to 4. Ezra 8, 21 to 23. I don't want to stay long. Then number five, to win or gain victory. Judges 20, 26. Judges 20, 26. 20, 26. Jesus has gotten us victory. But we must exercise our authority with fasting in order to, to um, ensure that we actually deliver the victory or experience the victory. First John 5, 4 says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Esther 4, 16, they also got victory by fasting. Number six, for direction. Direction, Acts chapter 13, verse 2 to 3. Direction is as to what next. So God can reveal to you what next. What next that you need to do. What next step you need to take. As they minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said to them, Say unto me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. Number seven, deeper fellowship with God. You know that before you used to boot when you pray. When you are fasting, you don't boot. You just enter, prayer. Where before you'll be entering, you'll be you start from outer courts, then into holies, then you enter into holies of holies. No. Even according to the theology of the scripture, New Testament theology, you are already in the holies of holies. You just need to mingle with the manifest spirit of God, the manifesting spirit of God. Alright? So mingle with the spirit. That's number seven. Deeper fellowship with God. Moses had to fast. All the experience that Moses had on the mountain, he was fasting. You know? Bible says he was in the presence of God. He was not taking water. He was not taking food. And he was able to do that for like 80 days. 40, 40 days each. Alright? Number eight. To minister to the needs of others. 
We also need to fast to minister to the needs of others. And that's very important. So I would recommend that particular messages to pray. And that you listen and your life will never uh, be the same again in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let me tell you about four kinds of fasting. And I will close with benefits of prayer and fasting. Alright? If you listen to those messages, you get the details there. Number one is intermittent fasting. This can be done for like 40 days. You can do it for 100 days. You can do it for 200 days. You can do it for a year. And even more. You can break by 12 noon, 3 p.m. or 6 p.m. Missing a meal or two per day. That's intermittent. And when we say something is intermittent, we are saying it's not, it's not, it's not a, a consecrated fast. It's more or less like a baby kind of fast. Somebody who just got born again, who has just been introduced, intermittent fasting is when you miss a meal, you miss two meals, you break by 6 p.m., it's intermittent. So what we are doing for the old church now is intermittent. Now, it will now become a more serious fasting because we are telling you to do a meal when you want to break. After you have broken your fast, you have broken your fast by six, you can only eat once. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then on some days, you are going to break with fruits. You will not eat meat at all. And some days, there's one day that you will break with water. Praise God. Did you hear what I said? If you heard me, can you say amen? Amen. If you are glad with that, can you say glory to God? No. You are not. (laughs) That glory is not glorious enough. Look at your neighbor. Say glory to God. So there are days you break with meal, just one meal. And there are days you break with you break with fruit. No meal at all. And there are days you break with water. And on the last day you break with the tree. That's on Sunday. Glory to God. I know some of you can't wait for Sunday to come. And Sunday is not coming. Until you go through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If you believe that, can you say amen? amen? Yeah. Some of you have not started fasting, but fasting is fasting you already. Glory to God. So, let me just, that's intermittent fasting. Now, if intermittent fasting is the one we are doing, so which other three other fasting exists? Somebody may be asking. Our own fasting is from 12 a.m. to 6 p.m. Please don't eat early in the morning. We don't do sorry in this place. Glory to God. That's why your name is not Sadauna. You are Abraham. You are Jacob. All right. Number two is partial fasting. Now, number two is partial fasting. If number two is partial fasting, so that number one that is intermittent is one quarter fasting. The reason is because it cannot take you to some death of realms. Yes. Before you start booting to enter the realms, you are already breaking your fast. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. How I wish some of you can just do only water or only fruit. I've done fruit before and nobody ever look at me and say, Pastor, 
Is it that you want to die? Because one of the testimonies I read in the book is that a man, you know, I think it was 147 pounds. He was weighing 147 pounds. A man of his age should weigh 29 pounds more. So while he was fasting, he did 23 days or 24 days. Only water. So while he was fasting, six days to the end of his fast. So he weighed and he realized that 147 has reduced to, he lost 16 pounds. He lost 16 pounds. That's 147 minus 16. That's like 131, right? 131 or 128. He shall lost like 16 or something pounds. Now, listen to me, everybody. He said in six days when he was to complete his fast, he gained the 16 pounds back. And he did not only gain the 16 pounds back, he also had 29 that he was supposed to have. And people look at him that he has never looked so fresh like this before since he was born. And now listen to me. So that means the fasting has two implications. Number one, spiritual implication. Number two, the fasting has impact on his health, on his system. Everything that was completely unwanted in his body was washed by water. In the book, it was written, if you have a problem with your skin, everything will adjust if you can fast like that. It was written in the book. If you want it, you can reach me. I will give it to you. Because our world is now with darkness and thick darkness cover the people. I can give you the book. Because it's so simple, you can understand. It's not too deep. It can't run you mad. So partial fast, listen, partial fasting, that one can be done, it's done with vegetables. It's also called vegetable fasting. So it's the one that you do with fruits, smoothie, and vegetables. Daniel 1, 8 to 17, that's what they did. He said, just give us vegetables. Daniel 10, 1 to 3. And it can be done for 21 days and even beyond. Like the man I shared with you. He did one of water, and that's the third one. Water fasting, the third one. These ones can be done, you can do this for between three and seven days. And even beyond, like the case of that man. Jesus did that one for 40 days, you remember? All right? And some people believe that if you really want to actually do what Jesus Christ did on earth, and do much more than that, you need to do 40 days. With water only. With water only. So, but you know what Jesus did? You know he was in the wilderness. You know Jesus went to the wilderness. Uh So, Jesus was not in the neighborhood. To do something like that, you have to make sure that you leave the environment. Now, those kind of things are difficult for pastors. But I'm arranging something like that. Glory to God. Water only. Water only. The church will not die. You cannot die. The church will continue. Now I have like seven messages. I used to have 15. I think it's remaining like seven messages that we have not even broadcast at all. So I can record more. 
and you see the spirit in your, you, you think I'm around. You see manifestation in your midst because I am praying and fasting somewhere. Are you getting what I'm saying? But when I want to do it, you won't even know. It might just be a vacation. But to you, it's vacation. But to me, it's a nation. Praise God. Wildernessation. That's if I take complete, um, complete break from all other activities. So the only two things I will be doing is to be bathing and to be drinking water. Is that clear? So that is the third fast, partial fast. The last one is dry fast. This fasting I'm telling you, they do it in white garment churches. Hello, listen to me. That's why they see and you can't see. How can a believer be as blind as a bath? You know bath? Eh? If you went to Ife, you know bath. And some people, they have their eyes open like this, like that of hole. You know hole. Oh, we, we. And yet, they are seeing nothing. A friend of mine was talking about it. And we are looking at the history of revival in Nigeria. You cannot say revival in Nigeria without mentioning white garments. The Demaladuras, the Orimaladis, the Osofas. Those people received the pure spirit. It could now be manipulated later by some folks, but that doesn't mean that what better those churches were not pure spirits. Some of them will sing for days. Fasting and singing. Fasting and praying for days. As a matter of fact, you know, Redemption, Redeemed Christian Church of God came from White Garment Church. Probably if you have read about it. They were white garments praying and praying and praying until God told the man that it's not going to be a prayer, a lot of stuff. It's going to be God opened his eyes to see it. And then the word was written. And when that thing was written, he didn't even understand English, redeemed Christian Church of God. He didn't even understand. So they, he now concluded by what he saw written. That so is a church. It's not a prayer ministry. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not a prayer ministry. What informs some people to turn prayer group or ministry to church is that where we have grown enough, we have now impact, let's now turn it to church. No. The man had an encounter with God while praying and fasting. They used to come to that prayer meeting with white garments. As a matter of fact, he was one of the men of Orimolade. Parking Dayomi was one of Orimolade's men. You know who was called Orimolade? Moses Orimolade? The founder of CNS. For you to know what, as in raw power. Raw. Orimolade had a deal with them, TAC, the Apostolic Church. Because they were the one trying to make sure they were the people of the world. <laughs> this one's of the spirit. I heard that Pakumui. W.F. Kumui already also spoke to Osofa, the founder of Celestial Church of Christ. <laughs> C3, CCC. Hey, praise God. That 
They should be having the same service on Monday. He will be teaching the Bible study on Monday. Because he knew that they were given to dimensions of the Spirit that some of the Pentecostals don't have. You see, the realm of the Spirit is open to whoever is ready to dive into it. But to dive into it, you have to deny and starve your flesh. You starve your flesh, you have to starve yourself to death. That's what it means to die to lust. Die to self. Die to all kinds of evil and inordinate affections. To die. Praise the Lord. So I see some people, they will die to self, die to flesh, die to sin, die to all kinds of inordinate affections during this fasting in Jesus' name. Can you say a better amen? Amen. So I'd like you to take note. We are getting to a realm where this is end of days. God wants to bring the way he has moved with the Pentecostals, charismatic, evangelical, the Haladuras, and then Jonathan. He wants to move again in songs. He wants to move again with fasting and prayer. He wants to move again with the preaching of the word of God. Glory to God. That's why those people, they see things. Oga. Ah. If you truly do this fasting that we are doing, even without you doing marathon, you will see things. Dry one is marathon without water and without food. Are you getting what I'm saying? That one you cannot do more than three days. But there are people who do five days. There are people who do seven days. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you cannot survive without water beyond certain days. You get so you need water at least. But there are people who do without the two. There is a man that I heard about. He's a prophet. Whenever he's fasting, he said God told him to be taking lime. You see, you are fasting before your, your, your stomach will be more of acidic. You need to actually put water to reduce it. To reduce the impact and all those things. And then you are now taking lime again. He said because there are some demonic spirits that must respond to him. He's a crusader. There are people that when they come, they announce crusade. When they come to the crusade, the witches who are in human beings or witches clothed with human flesh, they will leave the crusade. Don't you know there are witches and wizards in most of our mega churches? Worshipping and lifting up holy hands. Hi, Jesus. They are there. They are there. Not just mega church itself. The witches and wizards can even be in communion. Agent of darkness. Recent discovery. You know there is a discovery recently. That might be showing that there are signs. That there are agencies. Within the congregation. No matter how small a congregation is. Because they know that a little flock cannot remain little. There was a time then, Winner's Chapel, they were 40, they were 30, they were 20. If they had been able to call them then, they wouldn't be like this. Are you getting what I'm saying? So devil knows. Devil can see activities in the realm of the spirit. He can see the angels moving in certain direction. And he knows that something is going to be happening in that direction. He see angels moving around your life. He knows that something will be happening around your life. So he can predict. Something wants to come up of this, so he arrange a babe for you. 
But he just arranged a bubble. He arranged one, one money that he should loot. He arranged one fraud. He arranged, he just, just manipulate and do something so that you can stop the activities of the angels and breach the process of the spirit. So please, with this fasting, let's realign. Somebody say, I realign. I realign. In the name of Jesus. So it's fasting that you do without water. And you can see Esther 4, 16, Jonah 3, 8, 3 to 10, 1 Kings 21 from 27 and above. Let me close with benefits. Number one benefit is spiritual fervency. When you fast, you'll be spiritually fervent. Galatians chapter 5, 16 to 17. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27. Number two, higher authority over demons. Matthew 17, 14 to 21. They asked Jesus Christ. They said, why can't we cast out this devil? Matthew 17, if you read from verse 20, 14 to 21. If Paul said it's because of your own belief. Then he now said, this kind cannot go out except for fasting and prayer. You can imagine. If you have not been fasting, you cast some out and they get angry. And they went to go and call the kinds that cannot be cast out with ordinary prayer. That means you are in trouble now. Do you get what I just said? If you cast something out by just prayer, and they now get angry, they went to go, they go to go and call the people that you cannot cast out with ordinary prayer. Because that's what Jesus Christ said there. He said, Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for shortly I say to you, if you have faith like a mustard seed and all that, you say to the mountain move. Go to verse 21. I say, however, this kind. So he says it's a function of faith. But at the same time, this kind does not go out except by prayer and what? Fasting. But I want you to see the connection of 20 and 21 years. So that means prayer and fasting can strengthen your faith. Do you get that? You can strengthen your faith when you hear God's voice. Glory to God. So higher authority over demons. Three, number three, empowerment to be a blessing. An activation of gifts. I can't read. There are so many scriptures. Daniel 1, 12 to 14. Luke 4, 1 to 2 and 14. You remember that Jesus Christ came. Bible says he went in power. In power of the Holy Ghost. He was filled with the Holy Ghost before he went to go and pray and fast. But after praying and fasting, he came in the power of the Holy Ghost. Number four, overcoming temptation. Overcoming temptation. Do you remember Jesus Christ was tempted when he was fasting? You will be tempted though. Please overcome it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't say I'm now fasting and there's nothing wrong if I see the babe. You can fornicate while you are fasting. It has, I've, I've heard about it before. I've seen it before. So please move away from temptation. Overcoming, it helps us to overcome temptation. Number five, high spiritual sensitivity. You can become very spiritually sensitive. You know, one of the old prophets, which of the old prophets predicted what will happen tribulation time, time of the Antichrist. Which of the old prophets? Daniel, right? You know it's in chapter 10. You need to check from verse 1. You need to first check from verse chapter 9. And read chapter 9 and read chapter 10. What he did before he could see that is fasting. It's fasting. Fasted 21 days. It's fasting. You can't see the end of days if you are not... (laughs) You can't even see the days you are in. If today is Monday, like you are listening now, it's Sunday. You can't even see Sunday. You don't know the secret of the Sunday you are already in. Let alone somebody opening the chapters of the end of days 
for you. It's fasting. No? And demons know that it's a spiritual principle. Somebody was rescued from the kingdom of darkness. It was an occultic. He said it was Captain, Captain Killer, third, third in rank, uh, third, um, second in command or third in command. Captain Killer for Africa area. He was rescued. I mean, you have heard of all this kind of, I mean, all kinds of things like this before. But that guy, truly, he was a very occultic person. Highly occultic person. So when he was explaining, he said, we don't see devil. He says, devil is highly ranked in the realm of the spirit. Diabolically now. He said, they don't even see devil. He said, to see devil, they will have to fast for 203 days. To see devil. Can you see that God is generous? That one, two, three days, you have started seeing the Lord. Even without fasting, I see the Lord. You're even thinking about it. Why are you going to Lori? Maybe you are seeing your ancestor. So can you see that God is generous? You are doing seven days. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are. When your mates in the occultic world are doing 203 days to see the devil. Eh? There will be a year we will fast throughout. Praise God. How many of you believe that? So people are already looking for how they will pot away from church. At the beginning of every year, like this, will, is this the year we are fasting? <laughs> but look at it. If we had fasted throughout a year, let's say 2018, and it sorted out every other year we were living, even our children and children's children, huh? by now, would you be enjoying? Huh? And the year will come and pass. I know that that year will look so long when you are fasting in it. It will be the longest year ever. (laughs) High spiritual sensitivity. Number six, health improvement. Health. Isaiah 58, if you read from verse 4 to 8, it talks about your health will break forth speedily. Your health will break forth speedily. When you fast, the kind of fast you want you to fast. Divine intervention, mercy, compassion, and God's goodness. Number eight, that's number seven. Number eight, divine direction. Glory to God. So please, fasting is an atomic bomb that brings about angelic activities in the realm of the spirit. Earthquake will happen on behalf of someone in the realm of the spirit because he is fasting. Do you see that? Bible says church was praying for Peter, and the angel descended to rescue him. Fasting is very important. Give us Second Corinthians chapter 11-27. Now look at what it says. In weariness, toil, and sleeplessness, often in hunger and thirst, in fastings, often. Can you see fastings there? It's not fasting. Fastings in cold and nakedness. So he was telling us about his experience. Please, fastings needs to be awful. A plural fasting that is often. Praise God. I'm already planning 21 days before the end of the year. But if the spirit quickly knows very well this one, will be okay. That one is mandatory, 21 days. So don't say that before, because let me just stay with seven days now. <laughs> before I kill myself. No. 
And don't forget that in this ministry, we don't just fast at the end of the year. We also fast at the beginning of the year. So I think, how did we do it last, this year? Last year and this year. How many did we do? 14? 14 days, December, then, was it 9 days or 12 or 10? 9 days in January, Abby. Hey, yeah. This year is going to be different. I don't know the numbers. Let's just believe God. That will give us a very good number. Praise God. And the longer the number, the more the numbers, the better the number. Are you blessed? Yes, sir. So this is the end of my message. Glory be to the Lord. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awokisayo, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 080-3585-8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.